Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef. I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, guys, we're going to talk about, well, let's just get to it. The number one reason you're going to fail. I'm here to tell you a little bit of good news before we get started. I'm about to release my first book. It's a short one. It's my first book, Baby Steps, Training Wheels, however you want to look at it. Man, was that a lot of work, I'm here to tell you, but I put this book together. I'm not going to go into deep dive about it right now. Uh, probably by next week's podcast, I will have a link where you can go get yourself a absolutely free copy of the book. I want your feedback. I want to know what you think, what it needs. It's something that I started, actually, it started as a lead magnet, and I, and I started working on it and going, man... There's a lot of information I could share here. So this is the first revision, the first draft that's coming out. I went ahead and got it published. I'm going to be putting a follow-up onto it. There's so much information when I go down the topic. There's just so much out there to cover. More on that later is your little teaser, right? A little bit of marketing teaser. But let's talk about that number one reason why you're going to fail. And this came to me, I was sitting there this morning, and, and we have this new routine. So it's a little colder, a little cooler, I shouldn't say cold, a little cooler in Florida right now. I'm recording this. It's Thursday, September 26th, um, 2019. Yes, I'm behind on releasing my episodes, which is why I'm recording it on Thursday, and it's going to go out tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. But anyway, I was reading. I sit, have this routine now. Jill and I were back in Florida temporarily uh, for the holidays, and a friend of mine's having some surgery done and whatnot. We're back in Florida, and since it's a little bit cooler, you know, which means under 100 degrees, I am uh, Jill and I, in the morning, we get up and we go sit out in the backyard. You know, we got a real nice tropical backyard at our little fourplex where we used to live, and now we have live in the RV. But we have the RV here at our property in Tarpon Springs, and where we hang out in the morning while it's still nice and cool before the sun gets too crazy high in the sky, and we just chill out and we read. And uh, we both love to read, so we're avid readers, and we're always looking to learn more. Now, I am focused on marketing. That's always my thing, because if I don't have a database, without my database, I'm completely useless, I'll be honest with you. I don't have... Without that database, I wouldn't have the ability to sell anything. I wouldn't be able to buy any property. I wouldn't be able to fund any property. I wouldn't have you folks listening to the show if it wasn't for various forms of marketing, which boils down to sales funnels. So this morning I'm reading a book by an author by the name of Ray Edwards. And the name of the book is How to Write Copy That Sells. I strongly recommend that you pick up a copy, grab it on Amazon. It's a blue book. It's called How to Write Copy That Sells. Because here's the thing. If you can't write copy, if you're, if you're going to have to hire someone to do it, that's going to be expensive. But at some point, if you really plan on making it as a real estate investor, you're going to have to start to study marketing. Because if you don't know how to market effectively, you're going to go broke. You're never going to get to where you need to be. You're going to fail. And I know that sounds harsh and I know that's scary to think about, but what's the alternative as compared to what? Let's look at that for a second. If you don't learn how to market, you're going to have to trust hiring somebody that hopefully knows how to market. So ask yourself this question. If you hire somebody that's a done for you type of thing and they're effective at marketing real estate, why the hell are they doing it for somebody else? Got to ask yourself that question. Well, that's a tough one to answer, isn't it? I know lots of broke marketers, which means they're people that really aren't marketers. They're, they're terrible at business. They're just good at selling their services to somebody else, but they probably suck at everything else, right? So think about that for a second. So that's a very good reason why you have to learn how to control your own marketing. I just listened to this recently in a, in a training that I was part of, and the speaker was going on talking about the number one way to fail in a business. Frankly, their reason for number one failure was to not have control over your marketing. And I know for you control freaks, like, yeah, that's great. But those of you that have listened to me long enough going, you know, you got to sublet things out and whatever. The strategy, the marketing strategy is something that you need not hand off. You're going to have to learn how to get the word out there. So in the book, there was this quote from an author that's unknown. 
It's not something that Ray Edwards came up with. He put in there, author unknown, but I'm going to read it to you because it's a really good quote. Okay, so here we go. You ready? Here we go. He who has a thing to sell and goes and whispers in a well is not so apt to get the dollars as he who climbs a tree and hollers. Let me read that again. He who has a thing to sell and goes and whispers in a well is not so apt to get the dollars as he who climbs a tree and hollers. Author unknown. That came out of that book, How to Write Copy That Sells. So let's break that down a little bit. You got something to sell, and instead of shouting it out from the treetops, you go stick your head in a hole and you whisper. So nobody really knows what you're looking for. Nobody knows what you want. They don't know what you're trying to accomplish. And therefore, as compared to the guy that screams it from the treetops, you're not going to get anywhere. That person is going to run you over like a train. Now, a lot of us, we don't like being out there and being loud and boisterous and whatever. Be honest with you, I don't. I'm by nature an introvert. I don't like that process. But I do enjoy the marketing strategy. I know you guys are probably laughing, thinking about this, going, dude, you get a big, successful podcast, YouTube, you know, all this other stuff, and you're always in front of a camera and whatever, and you're an introvert. Absolutely. I don't like being necessarily on stage. I like speaking, but I don't necessarily like to be the center of attention. I know that blows you guys away, but bear with me. Most people don't. There's It takes a, a very rare person enjoys actually being in the limelight. Like, I don't know how people run for political office, especially these days. People just get attacked and ripped apart, and it's unbelievable. I don't want to be in front of all that mess. How do you build your business? What do you do to build your business? Because here's the thing. You got to ask yourself this question. Who knows what your needs are as far as it pertains to your real estate investing needs or your investing needs, period? Maybe it's not even real estate. How many people in a room of your peers actually know your investor identity. Think about that for a second. How many people actually know your investor identity? How many people know why you settled on the asset class you chose? Let's say you're a multifamily person or maybe you invest in notes or maybe you invest in land or whatever it may be. How many people know why you chose that asset class? How many people know how you plan to fund your transactions? You might be thinking, well, Tyler, why does that matter to them? It absolutely matters to them because here's the thing. If you keep all this information to yourself, nobody will be able to help you participate in this adventure. So if you're looking for capital and nobody knows you need it, do you think you're going to find it? Are you going to just go flip over every stone that comes up and see if, hey, do you got money? Do you have, do you have money? Or worse, you're going to have to go on Facebook and beg like the bottom feeders that are always putting ads on Facebook, trying to get people to invest with them. Speaking of which, that is probably the dumbest thing you could ever do. I don't care how fancy you are with your wording. Do not solicit capital on Facebook. Just don't do it. Okay? Don't do it. There's never a good result. There's not an SEC a compliance attorney on the planet that will get behind that because you have to develop. When you raise money, guys, you got to have to develop a relationship, guys and girls, first. You don't start out with, hi, let's get married. That doesn't work. Okay? Number well, number two, it's illegal, but uh, you just can't do that. You cannot go out and offer, make an offering on social media to people that have not been vetted. You just can't do that. That's, that's you're going to wind up in hot water. And if you guys remember back to the episode I did with Jillian Sidoti, the SEC compliance attorney, there's a whistleblower deal out there where the Securities and Exchange Commission will handsomely reward people that turn other people in. So don't be that guy or girl that gets that Facebook ad or Facebook post that you thought you were all slick because you worded it differently, who gets screenshotted and sent off to the SEC. You don't want the SEC calling you. I don't want to get off on a tangent about that. I've beat that one to death, but you guys still do it. I see. I, some of you I know still do it. People in Charlotte, North Carolina, who think they're wordsmiths trying to avoid the law. I don't care what your attorney told you. You would fire. I would fire that attorney if I was taking that guy's advice. Anyway, how are you going to fund your transactions? If you can answer these questions, you have exactly what you need to build a funnel. And the next thing you're thinking of is what the hell is a funnel? A funnel is a sales tool. 
okay? It is a methodology to take a large group of people that are not necessarily qualified for what you need them to be qualified for, and it distills them down, boils them down to a core group of people, an audience, if you will, to be able to market to them, to educate them on what it is you're looking for. Do you need capital or not? And I know what I just said about running ads on Facebook, and bear with me. If you can answer any of these questions, you have what you need to build a funnel. Again, if you can answer any of these questions, you got what you need to build a funnel. Because a lot of folks come to me and say, well, Tyler, I don't know all these answers yet. Well, that's fine. We can get you there. That's how you get on the phone, right? You go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. You get on the phone and I'll help you work through that process. We can knock that out in about 30 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes. We'll get you on board with an investor identity. You're going to have to stick with it for a while. Pick an asset class that you want to be in and we'll go with it and then just stick with it until you learn it, right? And you grab a book, you read, you watch some YouTube videos, you understand the asset class because guys, this stuff is not as complex as you want want it to be. We all make it harder than it has to be. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. The answer to the question, I can't find any deals or, or the statement rather, I don't have enough capital to do a deal can all be solved by a sales funnel. A sales funnel basically is where you attract a large group of people to begin. Like I have uh, this ebook or this widget or this uh, free report that will talk about the top three, one, number one reason why investors fail. Like, the, like maybe this podcast. Ooh, how about that? This podcast episode. Maybe you just take notes and distill what I just told you into a PDF and you run an ad on Facebook giving that away. And what happens is when you give them something of value, let's say a transcript of this particular episode or any one of my episodes, feel free. That's what they're there for. Just give me credit for creating it in the first place, like courtesy of Cashflow Guys, Tyler Chef of Cashflow Guys. That way you don't violate my copyright. Anyway, you go out there and you create something that will help educate other people. Heck, maybe it's as simple as sharing uh, the episode itself, sharing a link to the episode. So that said, you go out there and you tell the world that there's, you know, the number one reason that they will fail as an investor, which makes people want to write it. Half the time of my podcast titles themselves are hooks. Okay. They're hooks. It's something to hook you to get you to listen to this episode versus bigger pockets today. I mean, really, who wants to sit there and listen to 10 minutes of grab ass and Jim Locker talk anyway? I'm just kidding. Not really. I have no problem with the guys at bigger pockets. I just don't listen to their show, but why choose one versus the other? Well, it depends on the subject matter, right? So I make you curious. What's the number one reason you'll fail? Everybody's got to know that. What's the number one reason you'll fail? It's more inclined, makes people more inclined to click on this episode versus another one, right? We're not going to listen to Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Um, So that's the first step. The very first step is we got to create a hook, okay? And by the way, guys, don't give me credit for being a genius in this regard because I learned this from other people. How do I learn that? From reading books, you know, like Ray Edwards and all the other people in the world that uh, put out information on marketing and I study what works, okay? So think about that. Here's an example of a podcast title that's not really a hook for most people. And this is Bigger Pockets, episode 347. I'm just looking at their website. Using multifamily syndication to reach 5,000 units by Mark and Tamil Kenny. Well, that's great. That could be a hook to somebody that really thinks that it's achievable to get to 5,000 units. But to the person that knows better that, number one, they don't own 5,000 units themselves, so they might as well quit talking about it. They own it with a bunch of people. Maybe most people can't even identify with that type of, with somebody that has 5,000 units. But let's look at another episode where it says 34 units and six-figure wholesale fees at 20 years old. Now, that's a hook. 
that's an episode you might want to listen to. And I think that a lot of people are going to want to listen to that one over the previous one, because let's be honest, guys, how many multifamily syndication podcast episodes do you really need to hear at this point? We get it already. I've got everybody on the planet that has the word syndicator on their business card reaching out to me. They want to be interviewed by the show. I mean, I've got some really creative ways they've tried to get on the show, but there's, I'm not going to, there's only so much you can talk about with syndication. I mean, good night. But so here's a different one. You know, this other one is 34 units and six figure wholesale fees at 20 years old. That's interesting. I want to know how a 20-year-old could pull that off. That leaves, that's a hook that's got my attention. That's an episode I'll probably want to listen to. So you can see there how a simple hook captures somebody's attention, just like the number one reason you're going to fail. You're going to want to know what that is. Some of you are going to think, what a jerk he would say that. I can't believe that. I'm going to listen to this episode because I know he's wrong. Well, guess what I did? I got you to listen to my episode, even if you're mad at me. You still listen to my episode, so haha, I got you. Some of you are going to say, "Boy, I don't really, I don't want to fail." And I know Tyler always puts out good content. That's why he's one of the top podcasts in the country, and why I listen. So I'm going to listen because I want to make sure I don't do that stupid thing. Lots of different reasons why you'd respond to my hook. The bottom line is, you did. I got you. So you respond to my hook, and then you think, "Man, this is great stuff." I'm going to go to cashflowguys.com/forward/slash/ask/Tyler. And I'm going to get on the phone with Tyler and I'm going to get to know Tyler. And when I get to know Tyler, I'm going to realize that he's the same dude that I taught, that I listen to every week. And yeah, he actually picks up the phone himself and talks to me like a real person. And he's not Grant Cardone. He's just a real dude, you know, a little fatter on the edges and uh, does his thing and enjoys life, right? Drives a Jeep for God's sakes. I don't even have my own airplane. My point is this. I hooked you. I got you into my sticky web, so to speak. So at this point, you've talked to me. Now you like me and know me even better. And I gave you value. You see, I provided value to you in the form of getting on a phone with me. Now you got to know, like, and trust me. So at some point down the road, one of a couple things might happen. One, you're going to decide that this whole investing thing is just too much for you. And you don't feel like building funnels and doing the work. And you just want to let your money grow. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You're going to probably send me an email and say, Tyler, I'm tired of this. I just want you to invest it for me. So I'd like to be one of your investors. Maybe we'll joint venture on something, whatever it may be. I need some help. Or maybe you're going to send me an email and say, hey, Tyler, um, I need help finding a turnkey provider. Or, hey, Tyler, you know, whatever. So let's break that down for a second. Let's talk about that. Here's how that plays out. You call me and then you want to be one of my either joint venture partners or investors or whatever. You want to do a deal together. You want me to do the work because I've already made the mistakes and the chances of me making the same mistake as you are diminished because I've already made them once and hopefully I've, or twice, maybe I've learned from them after a couple of times, right? So for you, you identify that as lower risk to you. For me, obviously, then you get to bring the money to the table. I help you grow your nest egg. Everybody wins. And then when you win, you can't help yourself. You're going to tell the whole world. See how this whole funnel thing works? You're going to tell everybody, man, Tyler was awesome. He did this deal. It was great. And they paid me more than I, they said they were going to pay me. And it was great. And no problem. You see, I have a vested interest in making sure that you're satisfied with this, with the work you get from us. If my team screws up, you're going to do the opposite. Tyler's a big weenie and he stole my money and I don't know, bought, I don't know, guns and drugs or something. Who knows? You can see the difference there. The bottom line is you're in the funnel, right? So that's option one. I make money by you being able to fund a deal for me. And then we both make money. That's great. So there's Hook story offer really is how it breaks out. It works. Now, second piece, as I said, you need a turnkey provider. And you know me well enough to know that I'm not going to recommend somebody who sucks, first of all. I'm only going to recommend the people that I feel are the best in the business. And I've only found, I mean, I've found hundreds of turnkey providers, but I've only found one turnkey provider 
that blows me away every time, and they're just really good at what they do, and that's Terry Kerr over at Mid-South Homebuyers, midsouthhomebuyers.com. So here's how that plays out. I don't recommend them because of the referral fee, but I, do, I recommend them because they rock. They also give a referral fee. So if you go to Terry Kerr over at Mid-South Homebuyers and say Tyler from Cashflow Guy sent you, Tyler gets a check for 1000 bucks. It's an affiliate relationship. But again, I don't recommend them because of the $1,000. Yes, it helps, but that's not why I recommend them because if Terry Kerr screws you, that makes me look bad. And I'm not going to put myself in a position to where I'm going to look bad. So I wouldn't refer you to anybody who makes me look bad. So you can see the benefit. So now you, you go do a deal with Terry. You get a turnkey property in Memphis. Everything's hunky-dory. They got good management. You make a decent profit. Everything's fine. You're a happy camper. Now you tell your friends, Tyler rocks because he referred me to Terry over at Mid-South Homebuyers. Now somebody else enters my funnel. That person is like, who's Tyler? Well, you got to go to cashflowguys.com and listen to his podcast. Oh, so you go to cashflowguys.com, listen to my podcast, and then you, you decide that, well, I am right. You do need leads. And, you know, I may be old and crabby sometimes, but you do need leads and you got to build your business. And you decide that, you know, Tyler said the one funnel way challenge absolutely kicks ass. So I should do that and I should go get his, use his affiliate link. And because I use his affiliate link, the hundred bucks that I pay ClickFunnels goes to Tyler. Tyler gets that as a commission and Tyler disclosed that up front. So you go to cashflowguys.com forward slash one funnel away and you whack that button buy and you spend a hundred dollars and you get about 50 grand in my opinion worth of training from some of the best marketers in the business to learn how to build your sales funnel. And then because Tyler wants to continue to grow his database, Tyler's going to get a list of everybody that signs up for that, their email addresses, so I can send an email out to you because you've registered for that class, that 100 bucks, big deal, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to tr train with me for free because I'm going to help you brainstorm your marketing. Why would I do that? Because I'm a great guy, in part, but that's not really the reason. I'm going to help you. We're going to do a mastermind together. I'm not even going to charge you for it because I want you to succeed. Because what happens when you succeed? Well, when you succeed, you take things to the next level. And what always happens when you succeed is you tell your friends because you're proud of yourself. And people are like, where'd you learn that? Well, I went to cashflowguys.com and I went to I listened to Tyler's podcast. And Tyler was going on and on and on for months and months and months about how great this training is. And finally, to shut him up, I registered and I spent a whopping hundred bucks. I could have spent $50,000 with Grant Cardone, or I just spent a hundred bucks to learn how to market like Grant Cardone. So I went to the One Funnel Away Challenge. And although it was tough, I manned up, I put on my big girl pants for 30 days and I learned how to become a marketer. And then Tyler, being the guy he is, wanting to always add value and build his funnel at the same time, offered to meet with us, a group, a small group of us over Zoom over the next couple months to talk about, to help crowdsource or brainstorm how you can take the training and turn it into something for yourself, how you can build your business. Tyler did that to offer more value, which also it be, provides value to Tyler because you will succeed. And when you succeed, you tell others and Tyler's database grows and everybody wins. You see how that works, guys? I don't do this podcast only because I love you guys. I haven't even met most of you. I do this to add value to the community because when you add value to the community, it will offer value back. So you got to ask yourself this question. If a sales funnel is designed as a means to attract people to your world, if it's a way to take a large group of people and distill them down to people that you need to, that you absolutely need without the shadow of a doubt to grow your business, without that sales funnel, you cannot grow your business. It's just not possible. If all that is true, then why don't you have a sales funnel? Well, because I don't know how to build a sales funnel, Tyler. I get it. Neither did I. But I spent 100 bucks and I signed up for the training and I took advantage, full advantage of everything that they put out there. 
And then I went out, I listened, then I applied and I put it together. And guess what happened? I grew my business a hundredfold, thousandfold. Here's the other thing. I don't like spending the national deficit on marketing. I don't, God love you wholesalers. I don't know how you can spend some, I know guys that spend at least $5,000 a month in marketing. That's amazing to me. That blows me away. I also know realtors that spend the same. I know people that spend a thousand. I know people spend 500. I know a guy that spends $50,000 a month in marketing all day long. That blows me away because they're doing it in a way that I know I could get more result for one-tenth of the cost. And that is a sales funnel. That is a very simple, well-written, well-drafted sales funnel. See, because here's the bottom line. You can go out and do, you can do bandit signs all day long. Okay. They cost a couple dollars a piece. Let's say a bandit sign costs $6 or $7. Maybe you wholesalers are super savvy and you went out to Home Depot or wherever and you bought a big roll of that cardboard, plastic cardboard crap, and you made your own. You think, well, I got them done for a dollar a sign. Yeah, but you spent 18 hours doing it. So how much is that worth? And what's your time worth? If you, if you, if you think you're worth $15 an hour, well, first of all, I think you need therapy if you think you're worth $15 an hour. But that's a whole other story. But let's say your, your whole self-worth is $15 an hour and you spent 20 hours doing it. Well, guess what? You're going to have to add that into your bandit signs. So essentially, either way, you're going to get around, you're going to spend 7 to $10 per sign, hoping that somebody calls. And of the people that call, you manually have to distill them down to people that actually want to do something. Let's look at direct mail. Same thing. You're going to spend a whole bunch of money on postcards. It's going to cost you between 75 cents and a dollar per person to market to somebody with a postcard or, or a letter or a yellow letter or whatever you're going to do. And here's the thing. Those yellow, you yellow letter people, well, frankly, anybody that's doing direct mail or anything like that, 99% of your ads are bullshit. You're lying to people. You're saying that you're going to buy their house. Number one, if you're wholesaling, you're not buying anything. You're just going to pretend that you're buying their house and you're going to assign the contract to somebody else. I get it. I totally get it. I've done it myself. I'd be a hypocrite to say otherwise. But I didn't market it that way. I put the property under contract because I already had a buyer. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole today. We'll talk about that another time. My point is this, you're going to spend a god-awful amount of money to get in front of a seller that's actually motivated. And the worst part about this is before you got to actually follow that journey, you're going to get all these leads coming in by the, doing your direct mail, your bandit signs, whatever you may do. That's great, but you got to have a way to distill them down. And what for most people that is becomes a manual thing, or maybe you go out and get Podio and then you buy all these fancy tools. But if the tools don't work as a sales funnel and distill these leads down without you having to do it manually, then you don't have a funnel. You may have a system, but you don't have a funnel. The system relies on you to do something, or maybe you hire a VA. So maybe you got some eight-year-old in the Philippines that's whole responsibility is to decide which leads are valuable and which ones aren't. That sounds like a whole heck of a lot of waste of time for me. At the end, you're still going to deal with crappy leads because you have not put a system in place to be able to distill those leads down to people that matter, people that can help you in your business and people, frankly, that you can help. So think about that. How do we do that? The net cost per lead on funnels is significantly reduced as compared to any other form of advertising or marketing. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Challenge you to prove me wrong. Here's the thing. If you guys want to take take part, I'm going to do these little free mastermind. I'm going to do a little free mastermind here before the next one funnel away challenge. Okay. You can go to cashflowguys.com forward slash events. Look at my event list. If I'm going to have one coming up, it will be there. That'll be a link to my Eventbrite page. Um, you'll also probably see my Cashflow games on there and whatever. So if you're in the Tampa Bay area, come on out to the Cashflow event. But otherwise, I'm going to do a Zoom session. Anybody that wants to come is welcome to join. I'll do a couple of these, and, and it's an opportunity for you to ask me any, ask me anything pertaining to marketing. You want to shoot holes in this one funnel away challenge that I won't shut up about? 
Do you really think I'm telling you to do this because I get a hundred bucks guys, a hundred bucks. I, I, I would roll and smoke a hundred bucks. If I did drugs, I could care less about a hundred bucks. Those are nickels and dimes to me. Not saying that to brag. I'm just trying to bring you around to, I'm not doing this for a hundred bucks. I'm doing this because nobody's telling you that. I don't understand why nobody teaches this. I'm the only person on the planet that has studied marketing to the degree I have so that I can help you guys take things to the next level. You don't need any more forms and templates and bullshit. What you need is to attract leads. The way, the more leads you have, the more practice you'll get converting the leads, the more deals you'll get closed. Suck at negotiating. You can negotiate once a year. You can negotiate every day. The guy or girl that negotiates every day is going to be a hell of a lot better negotiator than the person that does it once a year. That's a fact. So why should you go broke trying to get leads that you're probably scared to call anyway? How do I know that? Because I used to be, I used to be terrified to call leads, but this way they're going to be coming to you and asking you a favor to help them. If you do this right, if you structure this properly. So go to cashflowguys.com forward slash events, whack one of the event buttons and, and, and register. It's going to be online. So I don't care where you are in the world. Doesn't matter. It'll be via zoom. So if you don't have zoom, uh, web conferencing in your computer, go to zoom.us and download it. You can do it on your phone, whatever. And if you have specific questions about this, you need some help strategizing. If you absolutely want to talk about whether or not spending a whopping hundred bucks is something that will destroy you or change your life, then show up to the calls. Okay. I'm going to do one starting this week, starting next week, rather, first week of October. And for those of you listening to this after the first week of October, if I'm still not doing the meetings at that point, I will put something of value behind the, out there for you guys in exchange for that. Maybe we'll record these at some point. I maybe I'll record them and I'll put them up later on the YouTube channel or something like that. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, you might as well quit looking at uh, online, quit buying bandit signs, quit doing direct mail, quit even going to real estate meetings. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have a database, if you don't know how to get leads effectively and cost efficiently, or I should say efficiently and cost effectively rather, you're going to fail. It's absolutely the number one reason you are going to fail is because you do not have a database. I implore you to think about it, to pull the trigger, meet me, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash events, get online with me on a zoom call and let's talk it out. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it's a hundred bucks. That's all it is. A hundred bucks. I'll even go so far as to say this. If you spend the hundred bucks, if you go and sign up for that through my affiliate link, okay, and it absolutely sucks and you just simply cannot do this, you're just, just not in it. If you apply what you're taught and it fails, I'll give you back the 100 bucks myself out of my own pocket. I will refund you what they give me. You can have the 100 bucks back. Instead, maybe you could just apply things, but whatever. So you got nothing to risk, nothing at all, except getting out of your own way and succeeding and winning. Guys, I know I was long-winded this week. I hope you made it all the way to the end. I want you to do this because I care about you succeeding. It's about actually winning versus talking about it. It's about making it to the finish line. I don't want you to be that person that has a trophy wall full of real estate courses and BS that you spent 50, 60, $100,000 on and you're still broke. I don't want you to be that person. I've been fortunate to pick the right mentors to help me learn and the best thing I can do to give back is to help you learn and take things to the next level. Speaking of which, if you haven't already and you want to learn about Subject to Real Estate Investing, search Subject to Real Estate Investing John Rexford on Facebook. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.